Welcome to Mattalia is Confused. This is Mattalia, A.K.A.M. Diesel, and hi. Um, last week's episode, I talked about '90s music uh, the entire time, and I didn't mean to do that. But truth is, there was much to cover, and there is even more to cover. So I might touch a little '90s music even uh, in this episode. But I'm gonna get to some of the shit. I wanted to get to last week. Last week, um, everything's better now, and I mentioned it, I think, at the beginning of the episode, but there was that crazy storm uh, across the country in many pockets, uh, but particularly in Texas, the snowstorms fucked up everything. It totally fucked the grid of Texas, and power was out, running water was off, fucking... Just the craziest imagery was coming out of there. Icicles hanging from ceiling fans, people burning clothes to stay warm. Uh, some people died from like trying to keep warm, but doing it in the fucking dumbass way, like running their car to get heat, to generate heat and dying of carbon monoxide. They don't do that. But understandably, when someone is fucking freezing to death, they become desperate probably aren't thinking that straight. Anyway, the thaw has begun and um, while it was happening, a lot of leaders in Texas were under fire for mismanaging uh, the the situation and, and, and one, the one that caught the most heat, even though Governor Greg Abbott was trying to say it was, it happened because the Green New Deal or something, um, there were a lot of missteps and dumb things that were said and done, but the thing that sort of caught the attention of really everyone, uh, was when Ted Cruz was uh, Senator Ted Cruz, Senator, Senator, Senator. What's up with, if you say any word enough times, you'll start to be like, is, is that the word? doesn't matter what the word is. Senator Ted Cruz, Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, um, was caught, spotted, I should say, on uh, on camera, despite his mask. People could still tell it was Ted Cruz because of his hair and body. And he was with his family, and he had a bunch of fucking suitcases, and he's clearly going on a vacation, and his destination was Cancun. Now, if you were in Texas during all that, and you had money and time and the uh, uh, the ability the, 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 to go, to, 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 lead, to flee, I would say normally that's a good thing. But when you're the senator, when you're someone... Um, of import, ostensibly, whose whose job is ostensibly to help the people of Texas. If that person flees, then obviously it's a fucking bad look. And the guy got so dragged for it. And it was one of those things where it was like, even he was like it was a mistake. He... At first, it was the dumbest... He's the dumbest fuck ever. There's no one I like less than Ted Cruz. Oh, dumb is the wrong word. He's smart, but he's like a little weasel fucker. He would just like stab his wife and kids in their necks while making eye contact with them if it was a guarantee that after doing that, he would be president. That's what's up with Ted Cruz. But anyway, he's 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 he fucking fled with his family to sunny Cancun while there was a state of emergency in his state, while millions of people didn't have power or running water, many of which were just straight up freezing. 
and he took his family to Cancun. He, at first, he had some fucking excuse. Like, my daughter wanted to go on a vacation, and I offered to take her down there. Hey, you don't need to take anyone anywhere. That's what fucking planes are for. Who the fuck does that? When, you're, when your kids come home from college, Ted, do you fly them back every time to make sure they get there and then fly back to Texas? No, you don't. You fly to Cancun because you're going to Cancun. You're not dropping someone off. You're not the pilot. You don't own the plane. That's a bad excuse. Obviously, no one believed that. And honestly, everyone was mad at, at him for this. Not, not just, it was one of those things, the rare thing that people on both sides are ganging up on a, uh, a sort of major voice on the other side. Like this was just a, a sort of a, a clear case of you fucking idiot, what are you doing? <clears throat> there were people, like I saw Dinesh D'Souza being like, this is honestly the best thing he could have done for Texans. He's one, he's making sure one less family in need is there. If you have the means to leave, you should. What's he going to do? Even though he's a senator, he can't control the weather. Hey man, the fucking mental gymnastics you do to make, to absolve everyone on your side of everything they do, even the dumbest shit, Honestly, that makes you look even shittier than Ted Cruz. But even motherfucking crazy people, I've talked about this dude, like Brendan Dilly, that MAGA motherfucker, who was just so sure, like many others, that Trump was going to be president, still is president, whatever the fuck that means. But even him, even he, was shit on Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a fucking asshole. And uh, I've been saying this for a while. Very disappointed in this guy. This dude, you, this Ted Cruz is proof that you can have all the talent in the world and ruin it by being just a total blundering scumfuck idiot. And that's pretty much the story of Ted Cruz's entire career. Now, I've never agreed with Brendan Dilley. Not one thing he has said has struck a chord with me, has resonated with me. That we are brothers in arms. That comment only when he's saying that, that 18 seconds, we are brothers in arms. So he got dragged for it, and then he had, had to finally sort of be like, look, we all know it was a mistake. This, I hate when people go to apologize, and they think they can leap over the apologizing part and just talk about how we all know it was wrong, and can't we just move on from it? That's like a thing that sly fuckers, little... Slippery fuckers do. And Ted Cruz is the slipperiest motherfucker there is. You skip acknowledging what you've done as a problem and sort of making clear that you know in your, in, in your, to your core. You're acknowledging the thing you've done. Yeah, what I did was wrong. And I recognize that. That's not the thing that these people do. What they say is, of course it was wrong. We all know that. Of course, if I could do it again, I would. I, what are you even asking me that for? Well, we're asking you that because you fucking did it. Obviously, it's a bad move to have done that in the first place, the Cancun thing, but think it through. State of emergency in your state, something that literally never happens. It never, a snowstorm never takes out the electricity grid, the power grid of the state of Texas. So really, in a way, you have an opportunity to just, even if it's horseshit, even if it's the Rudy Giuliani after 9-11 thing, just like saying the, quote, right shit, going to the right places, the right photo opportunities. But no, he couldn't even do that. He was like, I'm cold. And like a dumb, dumb fuck, dumb fuck, Went to the airport with tons of luggage where obviously everyone's going to see him. But part of me thinks 
Maybe he was so dumb to think, well, I'm wearing my mask. Nobody will recognize me. Which is as dumb as when I was three. And I would wear those Groucho Marx sort of nose and glasses and eyebrows uh, thing. And be like, everyone thinks I'm a little man. That's as as dumb. And I would actually do that at the airport. So Ted Cruz now and three-year-old me have something in common. We're just as dumb as the other when it comes to disguises at airports. For real though, I thought I'm a I thought I was looking around. I remember this. Because it was like a triumph for me. I had the thing on and people were walking by. I was like, everyone thinks. I am a little man. But Ted Cruz doesn't have the excuse of being three. So he was spotted, caught on video, obviously. And then that's how the shitstorm started. He goes to Cancun and realizes it's fucking the biggest backlash ever. Comes back the next day and says, I was just going to drop off my daughter. Then obviously no one believes that. Because that's as believable as a three-year-old appearing as a little man because of a fucking fake glasses and nose. And then the nicknames start. There's fucking Trump named him Lion Ted, which is one of the only amazing things Donald Trump ever did. Lion Ted is one of my fucking favorite things of the last decade. I don't like to give it up to Trump, but I do when I have to. And I do about that. Lion Ted, all of those nicknames are, even if they're not good ones, like I don't like Crooked Hillary, but that was super effective. But Lion Ted, Little Marco is amazing. The, the shitty one is Sleepy Joe. That, that, uh, it's why he lost, I think. He could have done better than that. But Lion Ted is just fucking mwah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, now it's Flying Ted. <laughs> Flying Ted. Um, Cancun Cruise. Ted Can Cruise. But so now he's on this apology tour, but it's not an apology. It's like, of course it was bad. I know that. Everyone knows that. Who doesn't know that was dumb? Like with a little smirk. Like, I know. Hey, you don't got to tell me. I'm the one who did it. You're just like, wait. You skipped the capitulation part. You can't just get immediately chummy about your apology. Or your acknowledgement of wrongdoing. Fuck that. You don't get to skip the only important phase, which is the actual acknowledgement. Anyway, it won't matter. Texas is just going to keep voting for him, even though he's clearly the worst fucking human alive. But CPAC started today. I don't know what that stands for, and I don't want to. It's like the the yearly Republican uh, or, or, or sort of like right-wing... It's not a convention, but it's like... Or I guess it is a convention. But it's not the Republican convention, obviously. It's like a... It's like a weekend-long celebration and uh, assessment of the state of the right wing, really, uh, in America. And their keynote speaker, obviously, is Donald Trump. And that's, I believe, on Sunday. But today is the first day. And because one of the biggest mouthpieces of Trump, even though as I've covered many times on this show. He, uh, Ted Cruz began, like everyone else, saying Donald Trump was a grave threat to democracy, that he's a sexist and a racist and a liar and da-da-da, and if he gets elected, then the country da-da-da-da-da. Well, now he's fully embraced Trump because, again, Ted Cruz is the most opportunistic little slippery fuck. So now he loves Trump. And he is speaking today, or spoke today. And I gotta say, 
without question. I feel hatred for this man. I don't like feeling hatred for anyone. And it takes quite a bit. But I fucking absolutely hate Ted Cruz. And here's a piece of his... Oh, wow. I just saw an image of him and I got so mad I couldn't make even a sound. Wow, I hate him. Okay, so here's him talking at CPAC uh, earlier today. And believe it or not, yes, this gets him a standing ovation. Nobody gives a fuck. Unless, as long as you're like, I love Donald Trump and I love freedom, CPAC loves you. That's the lowest bar ever. And a complete open door to fucking hucksters and liars and uh, people who are going to exploit the situation. Curry favor. Get on the good side and just sort of like get some kind of version of success in some way. It's fucking terrible. But that's what's up. Anyway, okay, so here's Ted Cruz at CPAC right now. These are dark days, and the media tells us this is the new galactic empire forever and a thousand years. I'm just going to stop there because... What? No one in the media has ever said that. Ever. Never, ever, never, never. Nenverino. Let's hear that again, because absolutely it is false. These are dark days, and the media tells us this is the new galactic empire forever and a thousand years. Okay. But already Joe Biden and the radicals in his administration, they are already overshooting. They are already going too far. Their policies don't work. They are disasters. They are bad. They are destroying jobs. They are stripping our freedom. And there is a natural pendulum to politics. And the country will come back to sanity. And mark my words, 2022 is going to be a fantastic election year. And so is 2024 as we stand together and defend liberty, defend the Constitution, defend the Bill of Rights of every American. In the immortal words of William Wallace, freedom! Wow, the most bitch-ass thing ever at the end. Okay, so uh, first of all, no one there knows what's in the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. So what they're cheering for, the only thing they know about what he said was the part from the movie Braveheart. So that's what's up. Like a week a week after he's a fucking complete fucking disgrace. And everyone knows it, even the MAGA-iest motherfucker in the world, Brendan Dilly. But now he's the ultimate please, sir. Might I have a morsel of a slot at Seaback? Might I have a little bitty morsel of stage time? At CPAC, please, sir. And because he's one of the motherfuckers that objected to the election results on the day of the fucking attempted insurrection at the Capitol building, all of the insurrections, in, uh, insurrections, so drunk, insurrectionists. We're loving Ted Cruz because he was one of the few that objected. Sorry, I just had, I fucking accidentally saw him again and I got distracted because I got so angry. So that thought is just not going to be completed, you know.
God, I could not hate Ted Cruz. Actually, while I'm on the subject, um, I one of the things I truly cannot, I'll never get over, are these fucking prophets <laughs> who are still explaining why it's okay that they were wrong. I can't even fucking believe it. Here's Jeff Jansen. This one is just like, this one is one of those things where it's like sometimes you'll meet someone so crazy that you don't even have a framework for assessing the truth value of the thing that they're saying. You're just like, I don't even know what you're saying. So while I know it's wrong, I don't even know how to disagree. And every once in a while, you do encounter a person like that. And this motherfucker, Jeff Jansen, is the creme de la creme uh, 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 in that fucking department. Here, here he is. All these, a lot of these people are, are on this dude Steve Schultz's show, which I've played clips from before. But the guy in the clips... His his head, Steve Schultz's head couldn't look more like an. It looks like an egg with glasses on it, and he's always just nodding, just nodding to the, the craziest shit. And of course, he's nodding here as well, nodding hill. Okay, so here's Jeff Hansen. You can't substantiate something uh, um, in the natural that's not validated in the spirit realm, and uh, so that was this whole election uh, is is still going. And as a matter of fact, it's not going. Uh, it's just being uh, looked at. And uh, it's being looked at right now. I'm not afraid to say it. We're under military tribunal. The, 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 the military is in charge of our nation right now. And there's some people that might not like that. Well, you know, you'll see. It's okay. You can't. What, dude? What are you fucking saying? What is what? Is, what even is that string of words that you put together? Oh, and here's that fucking Billy Ray Cyrus motherfucker, Robin Bullock. This, the, this mental gymnastics is epic. I'm just going to play the whole clip here. On the 6th, and the Lord told me, he said, now the fight has left the heavens and it's in the earth. Now- the Lord didn't tell you anything. Robin Bullock. Now it's in the earth. The music. Now we are in a full-on spiritual war. Full-on. On the 6th, it was still in the heavens, but after that day, it dropped into the earth. What we would call, now listen close to this, what we would call an administration is not one at all. There is no administration right this moment in the White House. Now, I'm just telling you straight up, there's not one there. Okay. And you say, well, what are you talking about, Brother Robin? That sounds crazy. Well, I'm about to explain myself. I didn't know I was going to be talking about all this today. Yeah, you did. Until the Lord said I was. There's not an administration in the White House or in the Capitol. When the war left the heavens and came to the ground... This so-called administration is actually a regime whose sole purpose is to stop a prophecy from coming to pass. That's what it is. I mean, just fucking... What? You know? What do you... What? Oh, here, here's another good one. Same guy. The religious world. You pastors and you uh, leaders in the religious world, you're afraid of prophets because they scare you. Yeah. Yes. They up in your theology that you studied in a, in a Bible college where they etched th- thoughts into rock that what? couldn't be changed and fossilized those thoughts. 
And so you were born in a rock. No. And you can't get your mind out of it. And when a prophet stands up and says, thus saith the Lord, do you really think that prophets can stand and tell you the coronavirus is coming a year, maybe almost a year before it comes? Actually, in 2016, I said it was coming. I can't speak for other prophets, but I can for me. Do you think they can give such prophecies as that? Do you think that a prophet can tell you that planes are coming over Long Island and would uh, would uh, have a terrorist attack in New York and then it come to pass? Do you think prophets that can prophesy things like that missed it when they said Trump is the president? And you stand up and try to lend your pastoral anointings. Your prophetic anointings, your apostle anointings, your teacher's anointings, and you're trying to lend that to Joe Biden to give him credence as a president, but he has not the president recognized by heaven, and you're giving away your anointing to a jackal. I mean, you know, just spinning out, just absolutely spinning out. Here, I'm sorry, I, I keep going back to the well with this guy, but I'm obsessed with him. Here's, here's just a little short one. Uh, and now, see, now they're just at the level of like, there's no one in the White House, you know, where they're just like, no, there is no president. And you're just like, I see pictures all day, every day. I see press conferences. I see an entire administration at work. And Robin Bullock, a.k.a. Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus as a prophet, is just like, he's not real. That's not real. None of that is real. And you're just like, all right, man. You kind of ran out of fucking arguments here. It's just, nope. That's always the end game of the argument, though. At the very end of all this, it's always like, nah, I don't think so. It's just, it's just that I don't want it. I don't want it to be true, so no. His hand. People say, well, we need to pray for the president. Yes, Donald Trump, pray for him. People say, we need to pray for, for the president. You, you can pray for the office of the president. You can pray for a man named Joe Biden. But you cannot pray for President Joe Biden. Because <laughs> there's no such man. He doesn't exist, and he knows he don't exist. And Brother Steve, his handlers know he don't exist. They all know he's not real. They know this. I have a question. If you don't exist, how do you know you don't exist? There is no you to know anything. You don't exist. You know how I know that? You know you don't exist. There's the fucking worst logic ever. But as usual... The ultimate cake taker for this is Hank Kuntman. Hank Kuntman. This dude was arguably the loudest and fiercest prophet saying he just knew. I played him a lot on this show. He just knew Trump was going to be president. And here is the ultimate defense. This is the guy that's nonstop always like, aggressively turning it around against people who try to call him out for having been wrong, okay? So here is Hank Kuhneman coming up with the best excuse yet as to why we are not qualified to declare that he is a false prophet. And his reasoning is epic. I'll let him tell you that. Remember that, that in the New Testament, the way that prophets were to be judged, according to 1 Corinthians, you read it, it says that if, you, if, if one prophesies, let it be by two, if not but by three. What? And then it says you may all prophesy, speaking even of the prophets, but it says let the others judge. Well, who are the others? The other prophets. It's kind of like this. I don't tell you, Steve, how to run your, your, uh, your ministry and your corporation there. Okay, I don't know how to do the techie things that you do. So I don't have a grace, I don't have an anointing, and I don't have a positional authority. 
prophets judging other prophets have a positional grace and authority from God. Now, if you're the believer and you're hearing prophecies and it doesn't look like it adds up, always remember that that prophecy is in the eye of the beholder. Just yeah. because you think that it doesn't come to pass doesn't mean that it didn't come to pass or it hey, might still come to pass. Fucking what, dude? Again, just any... At any fucking, it doesn't, it doesn't, here's the thing, like, you can't argue anything or hope to convince anyone of anything if they're willing to make an argument like that. Because there's no accessing that point of view. Sometimes these motherfuckers just say shit that runs so counter to the things that they purport to believe uh and no one bats a fucking eye there's a guy rick wiles rick wiles i've talked about quite a bit on on this show and he's he's the guy if you remember if you listen to the show uh there's a guy who told bill gates he wanted to bend him over and stick the vaccine needle up his butt. So that's what we're dealing with here. He's a host on a show called True News, which is fucking unbelievable, satirizing itself. Um, And all this fucker ever really does is rail against communists and socialists and Marxists Joe Biden, the communists take over, how all the communists trying to get in Trump's way should be taken out and shot. It's all this guy ever does. And yet, here he is. Well, uh, take it away, Rick. 2024. There needs to be a populist movement in this country. Let's break up the tech companies. Let's take the billions. Give the billion, give their, I want to take Bill Gates's billions and give it to the poor. I want to give it to the poor. I want to strip them, completely strip them and give it to the poor. I want Jack Dorsey's money. I want Zuckerberg's money. Me too. I want to give it to the poor. I don't want to give it to the government. Oh, my gosh. Tax them and, and, and the government get it. No, give it to the poor. Yeah. Let's take their money and give it to the Great. poor. Let's bust up their corporations. This country would change overnight. I might run yeah, in 2024. I might run on that platform. Take the money from the rich, give it to the poor. That might be my platform in 2024. It's a giving hood. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust up the tech companies. I'm gonna take the money from the billionaires, give it to the poor. I might run in 2024 with that platform. Oh, you mean the platform that fucking Bernie Sanders runs on every fucking four years for his entire two hundred years on earth? The fuck you talking about? That goes against everything you ever say that you literally, that is, that is communism. That is socialism. That's what it fucking is. What the fuck is in these people's heads? He's literally saying he believes something so much that he's going to use it as a platform to run for president in 2024. And that thing, the platform he's going to run on is a, is arguably the central tenet of communism. Which is the number one thing this fucking dipshit rails against. These people are saying nothing ever. Nothing they say has any merit. Because they don't fucking mean it. They don't mean anything. There's nothing in there. They're just fucking outrage machines. They get people fucking riled up. But there's no substance anywhere with any of these fuckers. Oh, cool, Rick. So you're going to run as a communist? Fair enough. Do it. But also stop railing against communists and talking about how you want to stick needles in communists' butts. If you are also one.
<sighs> All right, I'm done with fucking uh, politics. Political. Oh, political. Uh, shit. And I'm going to take a break because it's 78,000 degrees in here, as usual. And I'll be back to talk about some other shit. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. And there is, speaking of the outrage machine, which I just used that phrase, the end of the first part, picking back up on that. What's up with this fucking Mr. Potato Head shit? I was late on that one. I, I didn't know what was going on, but apparently Mr. Potato Head dropped the Mr., uh, of the brand, okay? So now the brand and, like, the whole tent of toys associated with Mr. Potato Head is now, they're called, it's 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 a Has, Hasbro owns it. Hasbro. Hey, hey, Hasbro. Um, is, has changed it. All, all the Mr. Potato Head items are now just under Potato Head. And so there was confusion on social media because for some reason adults could possibly give a fuck about that. Many adults apparently. The fucking the 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 Ben Shapiro, please sir, motherfuckers. All got their armies together online and compl- bitched and complained about it. Gender is a real thing. Why, why are you taking away Mister? You know why are you making it gender neutral? So woke. And then they made it. They they had a clear up about it, and they were like, actually, it's just the brand, or it's just like the the family of 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 toys. Actually, as I'm saying this, I'm getting so. F- fucking mad as i'm explaining it i'm getting mad because i'm because it makes me mad that anyone would give a fuck about that the outrage machine is so well oiled that all it takes is a company being like well we're not going to call this mr potato head because there's a mrs potato head there's little fucking potato head kids so we're going to drop the mr the one who is mr is still going to be mr but the whole family of toys is just going to be called potato head that is something to cause outrage. Whoever got mad about that is truly a fucking idiot. A lemming. An actual lemming. If you got mad about that, you are a fucking lemming. You just are a cult member. You drink the Kool-Aid and you just get in line and do the thing that everyone around you seems to be doing. You haven't a working brain Fix that. Who gives a fucking shit? There's way too many other things to care about. You're an adult. Why do you care at all? It's not even anything. It actually wasn't even a statement. A gender neutral thing. I don't think. It was just a thing that made sense. Oh, now we make more than just Mr. Potato Head. We're going to call it Miss, we're going to call it Potato Head. And then we're going to have Mr. and Mrs. And every fucking everything other, other thing between. That's... Making money. That's capitalism. Happens all the fucking time. No one's trying to indoctrinate anybody. That's just a company being like, let's drop Mr. Who cares? So Hasbro got sucked into the culture war shit. Over Mr. Potato Head. I guess it's not that much of a leap, though, that Hasbro would make a statement like that. 
I don't, I, I didn't really read uh, that much about it. I just saw that people were mad that Hasbro did that. And that made me mad. So it was like a chain reaction. And now I'm making you mad. That's how that works. And then I saw Oreo tweet. Oreo, the brand Oreo cookie tweeted, trans people exist. Which, by the way, I, I, I'm all about supporting whatever community, all communities, uh, on any level, whether it's an individual or a corporation or a group. It doesn't matter. That's fine. But isn't saying trans people exist, isn't, I might be mistaken, but isn't that not really, it seems like a neutral statement. Like, is that supported, supportive of the trans community? Or is it just like an acknowledgement that, as it says, trans people exist? Obviously, people got mad about that too. But I'm con- I'm confused by it because it is just a fact about the world. It doesn't seem like a stance. They could ostensibly Oreo cookie. I mean, Oreo cookie treat- tweeting trans people exist. Uh, I, just seeing it is so strange. It when you see the thing, a, a friend of mine sent it to me via text, and it just says Oreo cookie. Trans people exist. It doesn't seem like an advocacy statement, though. It's not necessarily in support of the trans community, is it? If you're going to do that, if you're going to tweet that, you should just be clear that you're in support. Unless it's like a thing that I am unaware of, that that phrase is sort of some solidarity statement. But just reading it, you're just like, Trans people exist? Yeah, man. No fucking shit, Oreo cookie. Oh, we know. Say a thing in support of of trans people then. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do it, make a statement. Otherwise, it's literally just an observation. It should have, you know what that tweet should have been? Trans people exist and they fucking rule. If Oreo Cookie tweeted that, trans people exist, a dot, 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 and they fucking rule, exclamation point, would have gone out and bought Oreos. I would have ripped all the Oreos off the fucking shelf. But just trans people exist? I know. I must, I have to be missing something. I don't, I don't understand. But corporations throwing their hat in the ring of the culture war shit. Like with that big Gillette commercial that was sort of like um, positing or positioning themselves as like anti-toxic masculinity. It's always so weird when the outrage from that comes. Because it's so obvious that these companies don't give a fuck about anything. They just want more money. That's it. Any statement they make, whether it's about the culture war, wading into that shit, or just as innocuous as possible, all they want is money. Money. Give me my money. That's all they're ever doing. If you're going to get mad at anything, get mad at fucking capitalism, I guess. But also, don't get mad. Don't get mad about Mr. Potato Head or just Potato Head now. Don't get mad at Oreo tweeting about trans people. Don't get mad at Gillette for making that commercial. There's plenty of real things to be mad about. And I love how the people that do get mad about that shit are the very ones that are calling other people sheeple. You guys are just fucking shouting into the void because you saw Ben Shapiro do it, because you saw Sebastian Gorka and James Woods do it. You're some fucking free thinker? Fuck off.
And speaking of fuck off, speaking of confusion, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, actually. And I've talked a little bit about TikTok before, but I haven't talked like specifically about it. I've only talked about like what is it? I and truth truthfully, this is the truth. I honestly still don't know. When someone explains it, they're like, yeah, remember Vine? It's like Vine. But I look at every time I see a TikTok video, I'm like, that's not like Vine. There's something to do with like music on TikTok. I'm so fucking confused, and I know that means I'm old, but I'm, I'm broadly confused, so there's that. But there's another thing that I'm confused about. And I only, granted, I only see TikTok videos that either people send me or that, like, randomly happen to appear in front of me. Like, sometimes on Instagram, on the Explore page, or someone will DM me a, a thing that is like a link to a TikTok video posted on Instagram, whatever. So I've seen plenty of shit that's posted on TikTok. And it could be I just happen to see these kinds of videos. But the the videos, I I would say... Basically, 100% of all of the TikTok videos I've ever seen is someone like dancing for 10 seconds or something. That's it. Sometimes the 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 intricacy of the video is richer. <laughs> I can't believe I used that word. But some like sometimes like this is the this is a really common thing that I've seen. Like someone will stick someone will like there'll be a song playing and it like hasn't like the beat hasn't really dropped yet. And they're just kind of like looking around like oh they're just waiting for something like whatever and then they and, and, and then like wearing like really regular clothes. And then like they stick their hand at the lens of the camera and then and then they remove their hand and then suddenly they're like in a different outfit and it's like really fucking sexy or some cosplay thing and then right when they remove their hand that's when the beat drops and then they like shake their ass for four more seconds and then it's over sometimes it's not just dancing sometimes it's that Something like that. Though I've seen exactly that many times. So my question then becomes, what the fuck is it? Why is anyone watching it? And sometimes the view count is like on the video and it's like millions of views, hundreds of thousands of views for some regular looking motherfucker, somebody who looks like everyone else basically or certainly everyone else on TikTok. a teenager or someone in their 20s is a real regular looking person dancing for 12 seconds. Dancing, mind you, real regular too. So again, the question becomes, what the fuck is that? In the sense of why is anyone watching it? That's nothing. That's nothing. How low is the bar now for entertaining us? Shouldn't the bar be higher now because we have so many options? When I was growing up, there was only what was on TV and then movies if you went to the theater. Now, I'm not saying that was better. This is not a qualitative statement at all. I'm just comparing that that the bar then, it makes sense that the bar was a little lower because entertainment of any kind was harder to come by. And yet things back then tried way fucking harder. Now, there's just some fucking 22-year-old idiot 
who looks real regular and dances real regular looking regular and dancing for 12 seconds. That's here's the here's the 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 stem of my confusion is simple. I don't know why anyone would want to see that. So why is it the most popular fucking social media platform right now? It's so fucking brain dead. Why is that entertaining? It's really straightforward. I, I don't fucking understand. I was talking to a buddy of mine about it. He's a musician about TikTok. Because I was like, what's up with the music shit? And I guess there's like songs on it that you can, that like, you can just lay into your video, like a song that is actually like made for TikTok or something. And then sometimes those songs catch fire and a lot of people will do a dance to it. But then that those songs that are made for TikTok on TikTok never performed live anywhere. Never really even properly recorded sometimes. Those musicians, just because those songs catch fire on boring ass TikTok, those artists get million dollar record deals. So here we have a fucking problem. Now it's going to start to affect me. Because the shit from TikTok's going to seep out into the rest of the world. And then I'm going to have to fucking start hearing it and be like, how did music get so fucking bad? And then someone's going to be like, you don't like this? This song was fucking huge on TikTok. And I'm going to strangle that person. Also, another buddy of mine um, was talking about like the conspiracy shit on there. Because obviously anyone who knows me knows I'm into that fucking, the crazier the conspiracy theorist in theory, I, the more I want to see it, hear it, read about it, whatever. And it is, it is fucking dark, the shit he was sending me. Just like truly just the dumbest fucking people ever. There was one, I can't even, I can't even fucking believe this. But there was one, there was these two people freaking out. This was like on a conspiracy theory TikTok thing. And they were like, try this on your phone. It's crazy. And what the crazy thing was that they were saying, they, they would say, hey, Siri. And oh, shit, my phone's going to fucking ask. Ah. I hate that I can't say it without my phone going. Boop. Um, so I, 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 uh, you say that and then you ask uh, when... When, when is the year 2021 or something? Actually, you know what? Let me just let me just fucking find it because it's so unbelievably dumb. It's hard to even really like contend with. Uh, here, here it is. Okay. Siri, what day is it today? It's Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Okay. We all agree? Yes. How many days until 2021? It's 331 days until then. What? what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Try your Siri. Lizette, try yours. How many days until 2021? It's 331 days until then. No, it's not. Oh, you know, I got an idea. I got an idea. How many days until 2020? It was 34 days ago. See, you can't have it both ways. You can't have what? it not be 2020 and also not be 2021. What year is it? 
It's Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Lou Rock, try yours. <laughs> hey Siri, how many days until 2021? It's 331 days. Wow. Bro! So it's not 2020, and it's not 2021. Theory. And the and the and the text on it says, "Are we in a simulation?" First of all, no fucking shit. All of your phones do the same thing. You know why? Because Siri's not fucking different. Siri's AI, and it's the same for everyone. <laughs> you don't get different series. So whatever you ask, if you use an exact series of words and ask Siri something, I'm going to get the same fucking response if I ask Siri that exact same series of words. Couldn't be more obvious. Also obvious that Siri's not a real person and every once in a while you'll find a crack and it'll expose some hole in its answering abilities. And obviously they're asked the, the Siri thinks you're it's being asked when the end of the year is. Something about the word until is making it think something that it's not actually being asked. It's given the exact amount of days that is left in the year 2021 and the exact amount of days since the year 2020 ended. How could you be so fucking stupid as to not see that? How could you just from that say, oh, this is some crazy thing. We're living in a simulation. Whoa. You have to want to think that so bad to leap over the obvious explanation. This is what we're dealing with in these fucking videos. So many shares and views and shit. Why you got to fucking... Why, why you got to think like that? Why you got to want to think that shit? I'm so annoyed by it. People think the dumbest shit is crazy. Uh, you know what it's like? I, I just recently watched the movie, the number 23. And the whole premise of the movie is that he's like, sees the number 23 everywhere. And it's like some mystic number. And it, once you start to hone in on it, everything you see one way or another adds up to 23 or even 32 counts and because that's 23 backwards. But what they never explain and why the movie is sort of DOA is why that matters. So the number 23 frequently pops up. Who the fuck gives a shit? That is not something. Brains are weird, dude. Numerology, you know? There's nothing, there's nothing, truly nothing dumber. If we're just talking about sheer dumbness, there's nothing dumber than numerology. But that's what the whole movie is. And I loved watching it. So there's nothing, you'll never stop me. I loved watching the number 23. It's really, really fucking bad though. Uh, coming up on an hour here. One thing I've fucking noticed, uh, my parents just got their second vaccination shot. And this whole time, my parents live close. One of the things I've cared most about, one of the reasons I've been extra careful about who I see, how, not, not even who I see, but how often I'm ever around people at all, is because I want to be able to see them and know I'm not putting them at risk. Obviously, distance and everything still, but it's one of my, it's been one of my, not to say that I would be irresponsible 
if I wasn't wanting to be around people who are more at risk than others. But I think that that has been why I've been extremely careful, even more than I think I normally would be if I never saw my parents, for instance. But I've noticed that the, the, they just got vaccinated and I've noticed weirdly that while they're getting vaccinated, that process, because it's two shots, and if you don't know that, get your head out of your ass. Um, I've been like so crazy extra paranoid. And that made me realize that I'm that I'm kind of dumb. Bear with me, because it's not that obvious. I think it's a little complicated why I think that, or a little counterintuitive why I think that. But I think that's where the dumbness even comes from. So here, here's here's what it is. I have been vigilant, extra vigilant, let's say, because I really don't want to get my parents sick. Because people who are older are more at risk, right? That's been true all along. But now, because it's close, a period that is close to them being vaccinated, I'm even more like that. Like by by quite a bit to the level of like almost like paranoia. I'm like, I can't get them sick now. And that is only because they are getting close to a place where they'll be vaccinated. It's like they say like 10 to 14 days after the second shot is when full immunization, the full immunization effects of the vaccination have taken hold. And by then you are vaccinated. And since they got their first shot and until the end of those two weeks after the second shot, I'm like so crazy hyper paranoid only because the window is closing. But the fact is giving someone COVID today is the same as giving them COVID a year ago, is the same as giving them COVID six months ago, is the same as giving them COVID two months ago, is the same as giving them COVID two months from now, and so on. You give someone COVID, you give someone COVID. I have been reflecting on my own fucking weird brain because there's no reason I should be more paranoid than I have been just because they're in the process of getting vaccinated. Really, I should have been, if I was ever going to be this cautious, I should have been this cautious to begin with because giving someone COVID is giving someone COVID. But something about it, it being the end, you're just like, oh, they're almost there, has stirred this like, I can't even fucking breathe around people now. It just seems kind of dumb to me. And yet, I feel it, I think it, I I live in accordance with it. I'm fucking bubble boy now. And it's dumb. Not dumb to be safe. It's dumb to be safer or less safe because of wait how do I even say this it's dumb to be any different just because the timing is different like there's a I guess what I'm saying is there's a part of me in my brain that's like if I were to get them sick just before they're vaccinated I would be way more upset with myself than even if I gave it to them in like November or something but I still think there's something dumb about that because either under both circumstances, I'm giving it to them. Obviously, it's a hypothetical. I never had it to give in the first place. But there's like a kernel of dumbness in that that I can't escape and I'm unwilling to ignore it. Sometimes, sometimes you're dumb and I'm acknowledging that not only about people, but about myself. Sometimes I'm dumb. And sometimes we're dumb. 
And that's a good place to end the episode. Um, oh, the merch. The merch. Matt Delia's Confused Merch Store. Matt, uh, 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 what is the, I forgot the fucking website. Um, but it's been restocked. And, oh, mattdelia.com slash store. There we go. There we go. All the shit is restocked. Get it while you can. Uh, it does tend to sell out. Um, and then, because the world is designed as a place to upset me, then it can take a minute to restock it. So get your shit while it's there, please. Free shipping on orders over $100. We're still working on shipping to Europe. But it's coming. And yeah. Stay safe. Get vaccinated when you can. I can't wait to get vaccinated. My parents just got vaccinated. I'm going to be super fucking paranoid for the next 10 days, even though I'm probably not going to fucking see them. And that's dumb. But um, that's it. I love you all. I will talk to you very soon. Have a great weekend. Okay.